Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Hey lady, welcome back. We've had a string of some heavy episodes. The last month has been, it's been pretty deep and that's good. I like heavy. I like deep. We've talked about grief, trauma, shame, guilt, food, our bodies, all of the things that are the foundation of what this podcast is. But I tend to get really wrapped up in the heavy and forget the seriousness. No, forget the seriousness. I live in the seriousness of life and forget that there's light and joy that should be felt and experienced often. And I've said that more than once on here. And thankfully, you guys have reached out and said you do too. So I'm not alone in that. And that's why today is a break that we need. My guest today is Maria, and Maria is a board-certified holistic registered nurse. She's also a health and wellness coach, and she's the creator of the Infuse Your Lifestyle program. She talks about what designing a lifestyle means, about how we don't really make forward progress until we have a solid foundation. And when we have a solid foundation that is simple and that serves us, the rest of things flow a hell of a lot easier. And I'm not going to give it away, but Maria asks me and she asks you, and it's a question that she asks all of her clients, probably the most, my most favorite question I've ever been asked before. It made me think, I wrote it down, I was excited to share it with all of you, so definitely stay tuned, and this is going to get you thinking and get your wheels spinning, and hoping, hopefully, as it did with me, opening up your mind to a whole different way of thinking and viewing and seeing when we're sitting in the tough stuff and when we don't really know where to go or what to do. So sit back, tune in, open your ears, open your heart. And let's hear the wisdom that Maria has to share with us. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so excited that you guys are hanging out today. And one of my favorite parts of doing these podcasts are learning from other amazing women. And not only learning from them, but allowing them to come on and share everything with you as well. And that's exactly what we're doing today. I am sitting down and chatting with Maria. Welcome, Maria. Hi, Megan. So happy to be here. Thank you. Happy you're here, too. Why don't you go ahead and let everybody know who you are? Yeah, of course. So my name is Maria. I am a holistic registered nurse and a health and wellness coach. What does, what's the difference between a holistic registered nurse, a registered nurse? What is, what is the differentiation in that? Yeah, of course. Really great question. So you have to be a registered nurse first 
And um, just as I like to use this example, just as physicians can become board certified in family medicine or cardiology or something like that, for example, nurses can actually do the same thing. Um, and so holistic nursing is an area of specialty for nurses. So to become board certified, you are um, meeting this criteria to say that you are in, an expert in this area of nursing. So a certain amount of hours of continuing education, a certain amount of work, uh, hours spent working in that area, and um, a board exam that you have to sit for and test for. Did you know, as you started your journey to become a nurse and through school, did you know that you wanted to explore that avenue or how did that come about? Yes, yes. So I actually went into nursing because nursing was more holistic. I um, have a degree in health science and research and I was on a path of possibly going to PA school, um, kind of pursuing that route and I was in a clinical setting and I really just enjoyed the one-on-one -on -one experience that the nurse was having with her patients and I was just really drawn to that and I started to do more research and I began to learn that nursing is based on a holistic model. Um, so that very, very, that stood out to me and that was very in alignment for me with uh, what I believed in. So I actually pursued nursing for that reason. And that one-on-one -on -one approach, I'm sure really ties into the health coaching that you do as well. Kind of that same feel a little bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, I actually started out, I wasn't sure what the holistic or what my practice was going to look like as a nurse, as most nurses do. I started out in a hospital setting and I was excited to put my skills to work um, and meet people and, you know, be a nurse. And that was such an important experience for me, uh, working in that setting with people um, of all walks of life and struggling with different things. And that was really, really powerful. And I'm so glad um, that I've been able to have that experience as well and be able to see what it's like um, and be able to you know, bring that knowledge into my health and wellness coaching and be inspired by it as well. Yeah, I'm sure that led to so many opportunities of seeing how you can approach and work with a vast, population of people, everybody of different walks of life and different areas that they're struggling in as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Tell me about your coaching, your programs. What, what does the inside of that look like? Yeah, so at first when I started out, I was just doing general health and wellness coaching. I felt like, you know, I, as a nurse, I was always presented patients and it wasn't really necessarily a specific th issue that they had. You know, you kind of adapt, you use your skills and you adapt to whatever it is. And um, so I was doing that. I would sign on clients with um, different goals, um, different areas of their life, their health and their wellness that they wanted to focus on. But then I noticed this pattern um, that everyone really was craving um, 
a, str a stronger foundation for their lifestyle. And I began to notice this be a theme um, in all of my coaching containers with clients. And so I decided that um, I really enjoyed focusing on it. I um, myself personally kind of went through a lifestyle design for myself. And of course that took many, many years. And it was, it's just been really beautiful to be able to take my clients through that journey of figuring out, you know, what is in alignment for me? What is nourishing for me? What is grounding for me? What are some of my goals? Um, and begin to incorporate that and work through that. And of course, you know, work through the limiting beliefs and the mindset, um, but just creating a life that is nourishing to every area of our well being. So, being very, very holistic. I've never heard lifestyle design, but that's. I think my new favorite term now, I was like feverishly writing it down when you were saying it. I love, I love that twist on it. Yeah, definitely. Cause it makes me have ownership over it. Like, and the power of knowing I actually get to design it, whatever I want that to be for me, I get to do that. Right. Exactly. You mentioned aligned, nourish and grounded. Some of my favorite words. What is, how do you play those into your life? What does align mean to you? What is nourish? What are, what is grounded mean to you? Yeah. So for me personally, aligned means that I am living and tuned in with my truth. I am hearing myself and the needs of my body, my mind, my soul, and I am living that is in resonance of those things that are true to me. Mm, I like that, writing that down as well. <laughs> how do you implement helping somebody else? I know I asked like two questions and I interjected, but how do you implement helping somebody else become aligned with their life? Yeah, of course. So guiding them to having that insight for themselves and holding that space for them. So many of us, and you know, I'm guilty of this too from time to time, we just tend to not always slow down and take the space for ourselves for that introspective, you know, time with ourselves to really hear what it is that we're needing. And to consciously implement that is really important. So when people enter into a space with a coach, they naturally now have a space for that. Yes, I couldn't agree more. I just the practice of slowing down, when I do it, I realize how much I need to do it and how little I actually do it. And even five minutes is so profound. Mm -hmm. But it's scary, right? Maybe that's just me saying that. But sometimes that the idea of slowing down or actually doing it is really kind of scary. Right. Yes. And what comes to mind <clears throat> when you say that to me is I think sometimes because we haven't really taken the time to listen we are concerned about what may come up for us mm. and we are resistant resistant of that and I feel like 
sometimes when we do have a little bit of that awareness that there is some sort of communication, some part of us that wants to be heard more and we're not really opening up to that, I feel like that's a big source of anxiety. Yes, yeah, it, because it's something new and different. So even though you might be really uncomfortable or unsatisfied with where you're at, at least that's familiar. Yeah, exactly. And it's not scary. You might not like it, but at least you know what it's, it's going to bring up and going to be. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because even though we may feel that way, even though we may be scared, when we actually allow ourselves the space and when we tune in, it feels really, really good. It's like this part of ourself that's been wanting to be heard um, is being heard. You know, when we're not allowing ourselves to be blocked as well, because it's interesting because everyone knows um, what their truth is, you know, even if they've never explored it. So, you know, like I said, entering into that space, something that I love to say, um, use a technique I love to use with my clients is, what would you say if you could not say, I don't know? It's almost like unblocking yourself and allowing your intuition and your inner knowing to come through. That is so simple and profound. Mm -hmm. It just takes that kind of excuse off the table and you actually have to sit with it and think, think of a real, a real answer. Yeah. I find that there's actually so much flow when people open up, like, you know, it's not like, oh, this is really uncomfortable for me to sit here and think. It's like, it just all starts coming. And it, you know, like I said, it feels good. It may be um, a little bit emotionally draining sometimes, you know, kind of how you, when you get a massage, they always tell you like, drink lots of water. Um, and I like to tell my clients the same thing. If I feel like we've been uncovering something and going really deep, it kind of feels the same way. You sort of need to, you know, take some time to rest and drink lots of water and take care of yourself as your body's, you know, processing this on every level. Flush out those toxins, those emotional yeah. toxins a little yeah, bit. emotional toxins yeah. for sure. And so I cut you off before you could explain, but... How do you define nourished and grounded for you? And kind of going up the same way, I'd love to hear how you help others with that. And what are some practices that you do to help others step into that space? Yeah, of course. So of course it's going to look different for everyone. And that's where this alignment piece comes in is being, getting, you know, to know, as far as what works for you. And some people, maybe they've never tried any sort of grounding exercise, you know? So typically it'll maybe be kind of discussing different ideas and seeing what feels really good or just trying, you know, getting outside of your comfort zone and trying something and then seeing, you know, whether that feels good. Um, <clears throat> you know, people love a, feel like a lot of people really love nature and getting grounded that way. That's typically like a go-to for a lot of people. Um, so whatever that looks like for them, depending on where they live, of course, as well. But something as simple as 
you know, maybe taking a step back. If you're maybe at your desk, you're feeling a little overwhelmed, you're thinking about all the things that you have to do, um, you're kind of, you know, you're feeling very ungrounded and maybe just stepping away and going outside and, you know, step putting your feet on the grass. It's so simple, but just doing that for, you know, being there for three or five minutes makes such a big difference. And it's, it can really be the very small things that can help us, you know, kind of reground and, you know, re remind us that, you know, everything is okay. We are here now, you know, the things that are coming are, you know, ahead of us, but we are grounded and supported. And I appreciate the simplicity of that too, that you share. It's complicating things. I tell that with my clients all the time. We're not going to make something more complicated to help you overcome something you're struggling with. You're just, we're not going to do that. That's just one more thing to add to the list that's overwhelming. So if we're trying to combat overwhelm, what's the tiniest, smallest, simplest thing that you can do to bring yourself in that moment? Yeah. And what about nourished? The other word that I love that you used. Yeah. So, and nourishment is actually one of the pillars of my program. And that is basically feeding your body, but of course you could be feeding your mind. So just making sure that you are doing things on a regular basis to nourish yourself, you know, nourishing food and, you know, maybe it's, taking, um, going on a date with yourself and, you know, going, getting yourself a coffee at your favorite coffee shop, like that feels really good and nourishing to that person. Um, so yeah, nourishing your being, you know, whether it's emotionally. So maybe for some people that may be journaling or affirmations or reading, um, a book, that may be very nourishing to their mind and um, their emotions. Um, you know, nourishing the body definitely with food, but rest as well, or movement that feels really good. Nourishing the soul, whatever, you know, your spiritual practice looks like. So tuning into that as well. So yeah, I love, I just love that word. It feels, it just feels so good. Whatever, you know, whatever it means for each person. It just takes on so many different layers. You listed so many. It's mental, it's physical, it's emotional, spiritual, all the different aspects that make up wellness. If we're neglecting one, the rest of them just aren't going to flow either. It is really addressing all of those pieces. Yes, definitely. And that's why I really appreciate having a coach. And I say it's so important too, because this work isn't easy. It doesn't always feel good. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of pushback. So if I know that there's somebody who with loving support is going to guide me in that, I'm a lot more apt to actually do the heavy work. Exactly. You mentioned your program and some pillars. What is your program? Let's hear about it. Yeah. So I recently launched a program called Infuse Your Lifestyle. It is a holistic wellness program. And, you know, as I was speaking to earlier, it is designed to create a foundation uh, for someone, you know, 
with a lifestyle that feels really good. And a lot of it does have to do with awareness and learning what feels good and what feels best to you. Um, and then figuring out a sustainable way to implement that. Um, and, you know, making it, like I said, making it a strong foundation. So it's not, you know, like a weight loss program or as, you know, exercise program or anything like that. But once you can get really grounded in your truth and as far as what feels good to you and what habits uh, and rituals, um, you know, are supporting you and your growth, and you have this really strong foundation, then it becomes so easy to continue to build on, um, you know, with these other goals. I think sometimes we may have a specific goal in mind and we wonder like, you know, okay, what is the quickest way that I can get there? Um, and some, sometimes um, what we may choose for ourselves may be very extreme. Um, so if we don't have, you know, a really strong foundation for ourselves, those things may not be very sustainable. Um, you know, so to go from, you know, maybe not really, let's say, you know, just to give one example, let's say to go from um, not really, maybe not planning ahead or not, um, paying it much attention to your diet or exercise to like get into like this very rigorous like exercise plan that's tied in with meal planning and restriction that can just feel like a lot and it can be a lot for us mentally and emotionally physically of course and then maybe we don't do as well as we thought we would do and we become really hard on ourselves but we haven't really given ourselves the space and the capacity you know, to, for the growth to be able to take something on like that, you know? I know that message is speaking to so many of the listeners because that is a topic that we go over a lot in so many areas is we, we don't live in this extreme world. It's not a polar white, a polar black. We live life in the gray and it's so much easier when we flow in the gray instead of fight against it. And the idea too that the more we are trying to force out that extreme, honestly, the more we are telling our brain, it's this excuse pattern that we get in of, look, I failed again. I was, I tried to do it and now I can't. And we're, we're setting ourselves up to fail when we get in that space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And that's something that I commonly find uh, with a lot of women uh, that are interested and want to improve their health and well-being. Um, they're consuming so much health information and it can be really great. It can be very inspiring, but then at the same time, it can kind of throw us in and out of trends or, you know, these trials where we just start something and we're not exactly sure why we're doing it. And we're not sure whether, um, you know, it's right for us or if it aligns with the goals that we have. So first taking the space to, you know, get really clear about those things, um, you know, and simplify things as well. You know, a lot of people just want to feel better. A lot of people don't really necessarily have these extreme goals. They just want to have a better and 
a more healthy lifestyle. And it's really all about simplifying things, you know, just simple, you know, whole foods or, you know, meditation, things like that. It can be really, really simple and not as complicated and intimidating as it sometimes may seem as we watch someone else do what works for them. And I just want to say too, if any of this is resonating with anybody that's listening, just know that there's nothing wrong with you. Honestly, we're kind of indoctrinate, indoctrinated, indoctrinated, whatever that word is, you guys know what I'm trying to spit out here, but we're led to believe by diet culture, by society, by everything that our body doesn't know what to do. It's fighting against us. We have to jump on this trend or this bandwagon or blindly follow this program in order to re receive results. And that couldn't be farther, farther, farther from the truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree I, with what you said. It's so important to know and, that. That's why I appreciate the work that you do, Maria, and the program that you have, because it's actually allowing individuals to step into a space of owning their selves and, and what they want and giving them tangible tools, simple, tangible tools to actually make that forward progress. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. So um, your program, is it open? Is it rolling enrollment? Where can people find out about it and find out more about you? Yeah, of course. Um, so by the time that this episode airs, um, my program will be closed, but there will be a waiting list that um, those that are interested are able to join. Um, if you want to just reach out and chat or follow along with me, you can find me at a uh, holistic nurse coach on Instagram. I am pretty active there. Um, I love, you know, just sharing my own personal lifestyle as well. Um, you know, it's just so much fun and, you know, I hope to be inspiring to people and I hope to not, you know, in any way intimidate. And I do really show how uh, intuitive I am with my choices when it comes to things like food or movement, um, my schedule and things like that. And I do really like to highlight the intuition piece. Um, the doors for the program will be opening back up uh, for the Infuse Your Lifestyle um, group program will be opening back up on October 18th and that would be will be for the November uh, 1st round and of course I'm always uh, taking on um, you know one-on-one -on -one clients and that those spots open up on a monthly basis as well. I again really encourage everybody listening to just take a couple seconds and step back and really ask, truly, truly sit with yourself and ask, are there areas in your life that you're feeling a lot of resistance? Do you feel like you are pushing and pushing, or do you feel like you're in this cycle and this pattern of not getting anywhere? And if so, maybe there are programs like this. Maybe Maria can be helpful and, or just the words that she's saying right now, think, and where can you add that into your life? So you really do get to design that lifestyle that not only you want, but you deserve, and you're very, very worthy of having. Yeah, that's so beautiful and so, so true. I always end, Maria, with a few questions. Yeah. So the first question I always like to know is, what would you say is your super weapon? 
I would say my intuition. Yeah. Well, what a perfect lead in for what you do then. <laughs> I've had lots of practice. And it, I like that you say that too, because it is, it, we all are intuitive, but we do have yeah. to practice it. Exactly. We all are intuitive. But it is a practice and it is a skill that we continue to just work on. Mm -hmm. exactly. And what does being fierce mean to you? I, to me, it means to be empowered and to continue going, you know, keep going um, beyond the limitations of our mind, our ego, um, you know, our fear-based self. Yeah, that's what comes to mind for me. Where all the magic happens when we can push mm -hmm. out of that comfortable, safe space. Well, I appreciated this so much, Maria. I, I love the work that you do and how, how warm your presence is and what you want to share with other women. I deeply appreciate it. And I know all the listeners do as well. Thank you so much, Megan. It was an absolute pleasure to be on here. And thank you to everyone that has been listening. I hope to connect with you soon. Yeah. And all of Maria's information will be in the show notes. So you guys definitely go and check it out check out the Infuse Your Lifestyle program and just hang out on Instagram, the cool place that we all like to jam on for more time than we maybe should in a, in a normal day. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fears podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.